most connected man in Washington, WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain, 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We Shucky Ducky is the man for me. Oh, Shucky Ducky was a way for me to say, I am thrilled to be here. Why not just say that? Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us. Because you know we're going to tell you the truth. Give you the facts. And set the record straight. Because we want you to be better informed to help make this a better United States of America. Breaking news. Breaking news. Every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman. How you doing, buddy? Two questions. Yes. First, after Boehner's stunning announcement, he then goes on the talk shows and say, there's no chance of a government shutdown. Is he trying to fall on the sword? Because until the end of October, he's still Speaker of the House, right? Well, I think that uh, his announcement does lessen the chance, maybe. The funding runs out Wednesday night at midnight. Uh, at this point in time, obviously, there are still some Republicans who would like to force a shutdown showdown over the issue of funding for Planned Parenthood. But even in the Senate last week on Friday, they couldn't even muster a, a majority for a stopgap budget that would include a prohibition on funding for Planned Parenthood. So the Senate later today is expected to take the next step on what would be a clean funding bill. That's just extending the current budget as is into mid-December. And then the House would try to vote on that, and then that would give lawmakers the next several months to try to figure out a longer-term budget agreement and then address maybe the Planned Parenthood issue. You know, uh, it's still we're in that situation where the Republicans have the votes to get a Planned Parenthood a block on those funds through the House, but not through the Senate. And so if you want to have a, show, a showdown about that, I guess you could. I still think that probably what the Speaker will do is take this bill that gets approved by the Senate to, for a temporary budget and just put that up on the House floor for a vote on Wednesday. And you'll probably have all of the Democrats vote for it, as well as some Republicans who I would think there'd be some Republicans that would vote for it. Some would probably vote against it to simply say, you know what, I've got to have that Planned Parenthood thing in there. But in the end, again, it's just pure numbers. Now, we can make the argument about who causes the shutdown and everything like that, uh, but I think that uh, GOP leaders would like to stay away, because usually you don't have a shutdown showdown over riders, you know, the extra provisions on just a temporary CR, as it's known, the continuing resolution. Usually that waits for the longer-term budget. So uh, you can't separate all this stuff, uh, you know, about Planned Parenthood and government funding from the situation with the Speaker leaving. You know, it's not in a vacuum. Certainly that could leak over into the GOP battle for power as well. Kevin McCarthy is supposed to be the leader because he was the majority leader, but uh, Daniel Webster has thrown his hat in the ring and said that he is in it to win it. Are there any others? Uh, at this point in time, no. There's nobody else, and, and no, we were just talking about this in the hallway here, a bunch of us reporters, that none of the sort of the, the Tea Party wing, the more conservative Republicans who've been pushing to get rid of Boehner, none of them have stepped up to run for Speaker. Uh, as you mentioned, the majority leader, Kevin McCarthy, is the leading favorite to become the Speaker. Daniel Dan Webster, who is from the Orlando, Florida area, had run earlier this year. He got only a dozen votes, but he attracted some attention among Tea Party supporters, even though I have to say he's definitely not as conservative as a lot of Tea Party uh, voters would uh, would probably want. But uh, will Webster become sort of the opposition, 
or you know will he just sort of be out there that's unclear at this point in time i do think that at the, right now if there were to be a vote of republicans mccarthy would win amongst republicans but i don't think there's a a sure deal that once they get on the floor that all of the republicans would stick with him and so again you have to have a majority in order to be elected speaker and i could think it'd be possible that on the floor there could be Republicans who would withhold their votes from uh, from McCarthy to become the next speaker and force what would be multiple ballots, maybe, to elect a speaker. So at this point in time, the Tea Party sort of hanging back. The House Freedom Caucus saying they want to interview candidates, but nobody from that more conservative side of the ball, the ones that wanted to get rid of Boehner, none of them are stepping up to either run for speaker or majority leader or for any other office in the Republican leadership. But if they put it on the floor without knowing that whoever the person is is going to get the majority of the votes, do they run a danger there? No, there's no danger of of Nancy Pelosi being elected because she couldn't get a majority of votes. There would not be Republicans voting for her. Not a plurality. It wouldn't be the person with the most votes. You would need a majority of the votes cast on the floor of the House. So, again, remember how what what some wanted to do earlier this year in the Republican Party was not vote for Boehner, and therefore he wouldn't get a majority, and then you could have a big battle within the party. I think the same thing could be at work here, possibly, with Kevin McCarthy, because really for more conservative Republicans, this is not meant as a knock on McCarthy, but you sort of look at him and you look at Boehner and you say, what's the diff? I mean, there's not that much of a difference between the two. So uh, if you're going to get rid of Boehner and bring in McCarthy, who's pretty much the same, some might argue that that's not really changing anything long term. We'll have to see if there's any outreach between McCarthy and sort of Tea Party guys. And frankly, the, the race for majority leader, if McCarthy moves up, is already on. It yeah. started immediately. And again, there's nobody from that Tea Party wing that's gotten involved in that. And the problem, the danger for them is, the longer you wait, the more votes are already locked up. And it could be then that the Tea Party doesn't win either of those positions. And so then you have to ask yourself, you know, is that really what you want? Because these positions don't come open too often. And one of the knocks on sort of the, the House Freedom Caucus and others has been that they... They, they're really good at getting attention and, and playing outrage, but they're not very good at organization inside. So this is a real test for them. Yep. I, now, is there any chance, well, let me rephrase it. Boehner said that he had an aha moment and then suddenly decided to go ahead and announce his resignation. Do you think there are chances of Mitch McConnell doing something similar to that? No, and, and I think McConnell is in a very strong position here. I don't think there's right. there's anywhere near the chance of getting him out. And the rules are a little different with regards to the Senate majority leader. That would have to be done within the Republican conference over here uh, on the Senate side of the caucus. And so, no, I, I don't see that at all. Even if Ted Cruz, for example, wanted to lead a challenge, I think Ted Cruz has burned so many bridges with his fellow Republicans here that I, I'm not sure he could even get double digits in terms of support to try to oust uh, Senator McConnell's majority leader. Well, he did win that straw poll with the uh, values vote at the values voters conference. That's a little different than the straw poll of his fellow colleagues. I know, in the US I know, Senate. it's different. That's part of the problem. The people on Main Street and the people in Congress. They got to come together a little bit more. Yeah, well, and and that's the thing is, how do you do that in the House of Representatives? How do you find somebody that the Tea Party slash you know the more conservative Republicans who've been elected in recent years who would be okay with them? 
yeah. then who would be okay with the sort of the veteran Republicans who have been around for a while? Because you got to remember that the the Tea Party guys are badly outnumbered in the House of Representatives. They, right. they just that's why they don't have their people right. in these positions of power. And so the question is then: Can Dan Webster of Florida fill that, or do they look for someone else? And every day that goes by without one of their candidates getting in from the Tea Party side is a day that I think it makes it more difficult for them to win one of those leadership races. I mean, we could be in sort of the exact same position in another month or six weeks or two months where you have a Kevin McCarthy as speaker. And then the the more conservative guys, the House Freedom Caucus, looks around and says, hey, nothing's changed. And, and, And they could move to undermine McCarthy. You know, you being a golfer, I used the analogy earlier, and that is, I think the I think the people are looking from the Republicans. We don't have to get birdies and holes in ones. We just want some pars, okay? They keep coming up with bogeys, and the American people are going. When are you going to just make some pars? I think that's what the message needs to get back to the members of the Republican Caucus. Again, I just go back to the numbers. If you want to talk numbers, I understand fine. the numbers. Yeah. But the numbers are that the Republicans cannot really do anything right now. I mean, they can pass stuff. Boehner has passed stuff in the House. It goes to the Senate, and you don't have 60 votes. And I know it's the same old thing, but I'm going to keep emphasizing that because it is true. Just as the Republicans uh, left a lot of Democratic initiatives on the sidelines in the years that the Democrats ran the, ran the Senate, right. uh, the, the Democrats are returning the favor now. And, you know, it was that one little moment when the Democrats had those 60 votes in the Senate that they were able to do an awful lot on the health side. Otherwise, they just didn't have the votes to do it. So yeah, I get what people are saying, but it's, you know... To be in charge of the House and Senate is great, but if you don't have the White House, it certainly doesn't mean as much. Herding cats. Uh, Donald Trump is uh, giving his tax plan as we speak. Did you get any indication of what it looked like before he made his announcement? I have not seen any final details. Okay. I'm trying to see if they've sent a uh, tax reform that will make America great again is the uh, the title of the email that has just popped up on the screen, literally okay. as you asked me about that. Uh, and uh, I'll, put it, I'll put it out on Twitter in a moment here, the link to it. What uh, Trump was talking about was several things. Tax relief for the middle class by uh, reducing the number of brackets. He would also say that if you make $25,000 a year or less for an individual and 50000 for a couple, married couple, then you would, you would not have to pay any federal income tax. So that would take, he estimates, 75 million households, over 50% of Americans, off the income tax rolls. So that's that's probably a big chunk of money then. Right. So your four brackets are 0, 10%, 20, and 25% in, instead of the current 7 he would eliminate the marriage penalty, eliminate the alternative minimum tax. Let's see, no business of any size, from a Fortune 500 to a mom and pop shop, uh, pop shop to a freelancer, will pay more than 15% of their business income in taxes. So he wants to make corporate inversions unnecessary and more. No, uh, no death tax, no inheritance taxes. He says it's all revenue neutral because he would reduce or eliminate most deductions and loopholes available to the very rich. There would be a one-time repatriation of corporate money held overseas, and it would reduce or eliminate corporate tax loopholes. But uh, there's no, I don't see any super details on that. So um, that just sort of off the top of my head, it sounds good, but I bet the amount of money that would be paid by, quote-unquote, the wealthy taxpayer would be something that might turn off some Republicans. We'll have to see. Well, he moved that top. Uh, rate that he had in his book from 15 to 25 that's how he's raising it on those at the top uh that might be what he's doing but it's interesting it's an interesting concept it sounds good but as you know over the next several days and weeks it's going to get a lot of scrutiny and a lot of analysis it doesn't sound as simple as three little numbers 999 you got it (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, when the American people can understand it, they can get behind it. You know, that's been uh, my rule. I do think, though, that for the most part, Republicans have been greatly against raising taxes on the wealthy. But I do think it is, again, this is what Trump has excelled at, is that populist kind of thing. And I do think there's a lot of Republicans and a lot of Democrats that like the idea of raising taxes on those at the very top. And I think it will be much more um, uh, much more popular with people than maybe a lot of uh, Republicans have thought in recent years. But bringing the uh, top corporate tax down to 15 percent and having the maximum rate of 25 that brings it down from the 39.4 39.5 so the the narrative is he's raising it on the rich but the maximum statutory rate sure. he's bringing down the loopholes that's always the yeah. interesting one you and i both know herman those mean an awful lot to a lot of people and corporations you got it well thanks a lot jamie See you tomorrow herman you're listening to the herman cain show sick of being upsold at gyms my guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.